ओम ज्ञान चिरंधस्यानंजन शलाकाय डिफिकल्टीज we tend to remember or less those who are devotionally inclined tend to remember krishna more um in the case of kunti devi difficulties meant for not only remembering krishna more, but actually seeing krishna she devotees thinking of how to serve krishna but in the beginning stages of devotional service we're just trying to think how we remember krishna and then we'll think about serving him. we may pray to krishna to protect us what does that mean that we pray to krishna to protect us krishna protect me krishna 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 raksha mam what do we mean krishna protect me what are we actually calling out for we're asking that krishna will protect our body krishna designed the body that it will be destroyed uh, we we do find cases where devotees pray for their honor to be protected as we find in the narration of Shakti Gopal, Shakti Gopal. Hmm. 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 Sanyas lila it means in his pastimes of uh, accepting the status of a sanyas although he's always beyond the status any materially imagined status a sanyasi uh, deliberately accepts difficulty there are four statuses of sanyasi kutichak which means one who is between the status of a householder or a, or a vana prastha and a sanyasi it is the vow of every sanyasi not to enter his the home where he lived before it is the vow of every sanyasi mm-hmm. to enter a home where he never lived where he, his family home where he was living with his family kutichak he uh, constructs mm-hmm. a small cottage near to his previous home mm-hmm. uh he accepts the, the difficulty of not being directly connected with his home when uh, bahuda bahu means many and utaka means water so it means he bathes in many waters it means he's started his traveling not necessarily rivers bodies of water then uh, parivrajak means uh, that he wanders Here and there, specifically with the purpose of enlightening others, and hansa means that he's achieved the perfection of status. Originally, it was hansa. Sometimes called parma hansa to distinguish from the uh, hansa, which literally means a swan. So traditionally, the uh, sannyasis accept many austerities. We find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We would not. We didn't like to. Uh, accept any comfort we wanted just to sleep on the hard floor he refused the scented oil that was prepared for him with great difficulty by his dear devotee jagadananda actually life in those days was more difficult anyway 
<laughs> just like uh, we turn on the tap and at least in the winter season hot water comes out but uh, previously water had to be brought water had to be brought to a house from a body of water of good water and it wasn't that every house was close to a good source of water and uh, in India there used to be a whole class of persons whose only occupation was carrying water there are two devotees whose uh, no, one, Ramai, his, his duty in the service of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was to bring water. That was his service. That doesn't mean that he went to the local shop and bought some Gorzomi water or any such thing. But he had to go to the uh, nearest source of clean, potable water, carry it, and then deposit it in the big pots which used to be kept in houses huge pots. And if you wanted hot water, then you had to make a fire with wood usually, and that way you could get hot water. So bath in the winter, usually, if you're going to take a bath in the early morning, usually meant in cold water, very cold. Although we find that when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was traveling through Jarikand, he used to take bath in the, in the or he used to heat himself, he used to bathe in the in the waterfalls, and he would heat himself with wood fire. There's so much wood in the forest, obviously. And he's bathing in the waterfalls, it's specifically said. You said that? Mm-hmm. I heard again, Riyaka. Hmm. Yeah, it's mountain. Mountain. So, uh, life anyway was difficult, but Sanyas life was uh, especially accepting difficulties, especially traveler's life. Difficulties and dangers also, because uh, walking means uh, you may walk whatever paths. They would, uh, mostly they went through jungles, and there were many dangerous animals: elephants, tigers, lions, wild pigs, panthers. Although they don't usually attack grown humans, snakes, scorpions. Some of the thorns, or so many thorns on the path. Some of them poisonous, uh, and. Uh, there's another danger also, which which traditionally sannyasi didn't have, but at the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that was there. That was the uh, danger of passing through territories ruled by Muslims. We find in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is being warned, don't go that way, don't cross over that river, that's ruled by a fanatical, demoniac Muslim. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was chanting, Krishna, 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 Rakshamam. Krishna, 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 protect me. Of course, he is Krishna. Anta Krishna Bahir Gora. He is constitutionally Krishna, but he appears externally as golden. But this is his uh, sannyasi lila or sannyasi lila or acharya lila. He's showing the pastime of being a, a sannyasi and an acharya. So what does it mean when he's praying? to Krishna to protect him. Is he asking that his body be protected? Possibly. Because uh, in the human body, one can uh, execute Krishna consciousness. Generally, when the conditioned soul is deprived of a human body, he is simultaneously deprived of the opportunity to engage in Krishna consciousness. So he may be praying that uh, you protect this body so that I engage in this body in your service. So it is... Uh, it's possible for a devotee to pray to Krishna that please protect me from dangers and difficulties. Now, a uh, a non-devotee or a uh, 
or a semi-devotee, or a materialistic devotee, that's exactly the right term. A materialistic devotee may pray to God, protect me from danger. But that prayer from, for protection from danger is different from the prayer for protection from danger of a pure devotee. A mixed devotee prays for protection from danger so that he can continue with his sense gratification undisturbed. Whereas a pure devotee prays for protection from danger so that he may continue with his devotional service. So the two may appear to be the same, but they are very different. And uh, it may be that a devotee is uh, aspiring to be a pure devotee, but is not completely come to that platform, so he may be his prayer for protection from danger, whatever it may be. It may be somewhat, somewhat in between the platform of fear for his body and that of uh, desiring to engage purely in devotional service. Kunti Devi's aspiration is to be fully absorbed in Krishna. Fully absorbed in, that means in thoughts of Krishna, not merging in his existence. This is clear from her, her prayer, one of the prayers she offers here. Praime nanya vishayam atya matupate sakritratim udvahatadatha gange vaugham udandati. She prays that, dear Madhupati, Krishna, may my thoughts be ever concentrated on you, may they flow towards you, just as the Ganga flows towards the sea unrestricted. So her praying for difficulties is uh, because she thinks that I will I will think of Krishna more intensely and difficult. This prayer can never be understood. It's not understandable by materialistic, even pious persons. Materialistic, pious persons are going to temples or churches or mosques or whatever and praying, Dear God, please remove all my difficulties. And Kunti Devi is praying, please give me difficulties. Indra Jimna Maharaj was describing in his diaries how he was traveling in America shortly after this 9-11, as it's called, when the twin towers of the World Trade Center came tumbling down. We were all here having a festival at that time, and no one seemed to care very much. Anyway, this uh, tragic event, almost as almost as severe a tragedy as uh, killing thousands of cows in the slaughterhouses in America. Unfortunately, Americans, they didn't understand yet that they're bringing tragedy upon themselves by creating tragedy in their own backyard. Anyway, this, this uh, event had a major impact on the American psyche. Their complacency was shattered. They felt afraid in every situation, even sitting in America. Indra Jana Maharaj was traveling in America shortly after this event. And uh, Americans are pious people. I mean, apart from their cow slaughter business and their pornography business and so many things, and the average man in the street, as it said, believes in God. So Indra Jana Maharaj described that when he was traveling in America after this event, that people were very favorable to see him in his attire as a monk. On his flight to America, um, a lady sitting next to him said, I'm glad you're on this flight. It's mm -hmm. good you're on this flight. Because they were afraid of flying. 
if they felt, well, with this monk on board, then we should be protected by God. Of course, those planes were flown into the Twin Towers by people doing it in the name of God. And Indra Dilna Maharaj gave other examples. He was, uh, he was chanting, they, they were driving their car and they saw some apples being sold on the side of the road. So they stopped and uh, he got out and was walking up and down and chanting while his son from his previous ashram uh, got a whole box filled up with apples. And the, the, the person selling the apples asked his son, uh, who is that monk? I saw him walking up and down chanting. So uh, the, the boy, whose name I don't remember, said that, uh, well, that's my father. And uh, the merchant said, well, we need more people like this in this, in this country, and gave him a whole box of apples free. So they were, uh, because of the danger, they were perceiving, now we are in danger, so they thought of God more. Similarly, after the Second World War, we find in the original Back to Godhead magazines written by Srila Prabhupada in the 1940s, we find that at the end of the Second World War, people were thinking that now we have to become more aware of God. These wars have happened because we're not thinking of God. So that is actually a fact. God comes to this world and he also sends his representatives to remind us of him. But if we nevertheless insist on forgetting him, he manifests in himself in the form of wars, earthquakes, famines, pestilence, and so on. And uh, atheistic people take these wars, famines, etc., as evidence of the non-existence of God. As one uh, famous lawyer, politician, and social critic in India stated when he was asked whether he believed in God, Ram Jetlaman, you never heard of him. Um, he said, well, I used to believe in God, but... When I went to Gujarat, just after the earthquake there, and saw children buried under rubble, screaming, and no and the people not being able to reach them, and then they're slowly dying, then my belief in God became shaken. The people think that God is meant to make our life comfortable in this world, but others who are more pious, when they find that there is there's no other shelter to turn to no other means of relief than they pray to God for relief from their difficulties. There is the famous example of Draupadi, when uh, Dushashana was attempting to disrobe her. Now, Draupadi is undoubtedly a pure devotee, but she was holding on to her sari. <laughs> Not that in every circumstance a devotee uh, turns to Krishna for help. Dependence on Krishna doesn't mean that we Ask him to be our servant. Just like if I have an itch on my head, I may scratch it myself. I don't think that Krishna should come and scratch it for me. So Draupadi was holding on to her sari herself. But she was finding that uh, she wasn't being very successful. So she thought, well, it's better. It's time to call for Govinda. Now, so holding on to her cloth, with one hand she, with the other hand she beckoned to Govinda and called her Govinda. But uh, finding her efforts unsuccessful, she put both hands and said, Govinda, Govinda. Now, if you remove both hands, if a lady is uh, attempting to, someone is attempting to disrobe her, and she puts both her hands in the air, that means she's given up any hope of protecting herself. So at this point, Govinda uh, manifested himself in the form of uh, unlimitedly long cloth. So however much Dushashan was pulling, she was still covered. So this is another instance of a devotee invoking Krishna's protection 
to maintain her honor. Ultimately, uh, a devotee accepts whatever Krishna gives him, or whatever Krishna takes away from him. Jan Malbi Marobi Jo Ichatoha Nitta Dasa Pati Tua Adhika. Okay, I'll talk about sins. That uh, you uh, maintain me alive or kill me as you desire. I'm your eternal servant, and it's uh, it's absolutely your prerogative how you deal with me. However, Kunti Devi is praying for more danger, thinking it will be very good for her spiritual advancement. If we can adopt this mood, then we can cross from the platform of being a materialistic devotee to the platform of being a pure devotee. Recently, uh, I was in the home of a, of a family, uh, we're all devotees, but the man of the house, the father and husband, even though he's been connected with devotees for many years, was very weak in his spiritual advancement. So I was asking, I asked him, how many rounds are you chanting now? He said about four. I said, what do you mean about four? Well, he said, I go for, because of diabetes, I go for a walk for half an hour every morning, and then during that time I chant, so that would, that's about the time it would take to chant four rounds. So then I said, well, I hope your diabetes gets worse. And then you'll walk more, and then you have, if you have to walk more, then you have to chant more. So they didn't say anything at the time, but later they conveyed to me through someone else that the whole family was very upset that I had said that. <laughs> said, uh, saying that, you know, bhakti is not dependent upon diabetes. No, they said that uh, you can also be a devotee in in comfortable material circumstances. So why didn't you uh, why didn't you uh, hope that we would why didn't you bless us with comfortable material circumstances so that we could do bhakti? So they missed the point entirely. They missed the point of what I said because they missed the point of what because they continuously throughout their lives miss the point of what bhakti is all about. As Kunti Devi explains in the next verse, she is praying for difficulties. Because if one has material facilities like Janna, Aishwarya, Shruta, Sri, high birth, wealth, intelligence and learning and bodily beauty, then uh, one tends to forget Krishna. People are praying for Janma Aishwarya Shruta Sri. She is uh, praying for pure devotional service. Most people are praying for the for the opposite. One attains Janmaishwarya Shruta Sri according to one's karma. That is a major factor. Of course, it is possible by going to a beauty salon to improve one's looks. By burying your ugly face in, in spots, in, in a thick layer of cream and lipstick, when uh, some people who think that's beautiful might be attracted. In India, there's one uh, cream called Fair and Lovely. You see it in every bathroom, every family bathroom that we go in. Because in Russia, people are going out during the few days of summer to try to make their white skins dark because they think that's very beautiful. They think that to have, uh, that if the covering of the blood, bone, stool, mucus, etc. is darker, then it will be better. But in India, uh, where people uh, are born with dark skins, we are thinking that if the covering over their blood, stool, mucus, pus, bones, etc. can be lighter, that would be more beautiful. So they rub this cream on their face and arms, etc. and anxiously look in the mirror every day to see if I'm becoming fair and lovely. However, pure devotees are simply praying for pure devotional service to Krishna. <laughs> Try to maintain the body healthy for Krishna's service. They may do or may not do. 
They may or may not try to maintain their bodies healthily for Christian service. Generally, a devotee is recommended to try to maintain his body healthily for Christian service. But he knows that ultimately everything is in Christian service. Look after the body so carefully, doing so many exercises and taking so many medicines, and then anyway, you might just drop dead on the top of a house. So a devotee depends on Krishna. Uh, you may also, however, pray to Krishna that you help me to advance in my devotion service by giving me difficulties. Sometimes you think, well, you know, if I could just adjust this or adjust that or get some more money or get a bigger house or get a better job or get a better wife or something like this, then I could be, then I could be Krishna conscious. So it may be that by uh, adjusting our situation, if our intention is pure, our devotional service may be increased. But it may be that uh, also in great difficulty that will uh, that will intensify our taking shelter of Krishna. Anyway, that whatever the circumstance, the devotee's intention is only to engage in tivra bhakti, or concentrated devotional service to Krishna. Prabhupada gives the example of the sun ray, which is already hot, going through a magnifying glass and becoming even more intense. So Krunji Devi is praying for difficulties. Her actual prayer is not for difficulties. That is not the essence of her prayer. She is not a masochist. But she is praying for difficulties because she feels that difficulties will facilitate her progress in pure devotional service. The essence of her prayer is a prayer for pure devotional service. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Is there any question about this? Oh, certainly, that, that, that is the uh, goal of a pure devotee to remember Krishna in all circumstances. However, Kunti Devi is, through this prayer, she's pointing out that uh, we tend to remember Krishna, or devotees tend to remember Krishna more when they're in difficulty. It, it enhances the remembrance of Krishna. That doesn't mean that we should, for instance, hire people to beat us with sticks. We shouldn't deliberately buy a pair of shoes that's too small for us so that our feet hurt at every step. This material world is by its nature full of difficulties. So a devotee should accept whichever difficulties come upon him in the course of his Jivan Yatra, his journey through this life. Any other questions? In this verse, same word is used, Vipada, and that uh, the spiritual world is the world where there is no danger. In the material world, there is danger at every step. And one should take shelter at the lotus, of the boat, at the lotus feet of the Lord, which will help one to cross 